Welcome friends. We are your hosts, Sandy and Wade, baby best friends turned husband and wife and business partners. This podcast is for the dreamers, the movers and shakers, and those who seek to attract their dream life. Strap in, getting magnetic in three, two, one. Like attracts like. If you see it in your mind, you can hold it in your hand. You just decide what it's gonna be, who you're gonna be, how you're gonna do it. And then from that point, the universe is gonna get out your way. This moment in time, this is your time to rise. Have you ever heard of The Slight Edge? Sandy and I picked up, started a book club actually, on this book, The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson. And we're literally only like four chapters in, maybe 50 pages, but it is a game-changing concept because there's so many things out there, right? There's so many different ways, especially with it. We're in the information age and you're online, you're on social media. There's all these different ways you think. There's a million ways to be successful, right? There's all these strategies and tools and tips and tricks and all the things. But reading this book, realizing the slight edge is at the foundation of it all. Like this principle, if you apply this principle, you will be successful. Like no matter what it is in, it becomes inevitable. It's just a matter of time. I'm going to read the opening paragraph on like what the slight edge is, but the slight edge is a way of thinking, a way of processing information that enables you to make the daily choices that will lead you to the success and happiness you desire. Learn why some people make dream after dream come true while others just continue dreaming and spend their lives building dreams for someone else. The slight edge is not just another self-help tool for traveling the path to success, It is a doorway to creating powerful results in any area of your life by using tools you already hold within you. When you think of the slight edge, like what do you think of? What is that concept to you? Okay. First of all, I love this concept because it's so simple and it's very basic. Like I'm always about going back to the basics. This is common knowledge. Like this is something everyone knows and it's so easy to do, but it's also so easy not to do. And I was actually just on a, on the phone with a girlfriend talking about when people say like, oh, you're just lucky or like you get everything you want. And it's like, no, actually I work for everything that I want. Like every dream that has come true in my life is a physical manifestation of the intentionality and hard work and consistent compounding effect day after day of the little things that have added up together to add up to, you know, what my life looks like. And so when I think of the slight edge to me, it's the little habits that are so simple, but doing them every single day. Like it's, you know, maybe waking up at the same time every day or making your bed every day or taking your morning supplement or vitamins, or it's like these little, these are just tiny little examples. Maybe it's reading first thing in the morning before you even look at your phone. Maybe it's meditating or practicing your affirmations. Like Wade and I do, you know, all these things, but we didn't do them four years ago. Like these are all things that have been developed that have enhanced our life and allowed us to blossom and flourish and have the life that we have today. And um, so much of that comes from the slight edge. And in this book, first of all, this book is not that I know of on Audible or on Kindle. It's literally a book you have to get the physical hard copy of. And I think there's a lot of power in physically reading a book, holding it in your hands, having your eyeballs see the words, digesting what it says, highlighting it, being able to go back to it. Um, So grab yourself this book. Like I really think it's a game changer, but something he talks about, I can't remember if it was chapter two or three, was doubling your rate of failure. 
And this really, really stuck out to me because I think so many of us are really scared of failure, myself included. Um, But it's a way, it's literally like the way of life. Like if you don't remember the last time you failed at something, like we got to make some moves, honey. Like we got to make things happen. Like I fail at things every single day. Um, And it's continuously just like falling in love with that process and knowing it's kind of like, who was it? Was it Thomas Edison? That said, mm-hmm. I, I, I haven't failed. I just found 10,000 ways that don't work. Mm-hmm. Like that is such a positive perspective. Oh, yeah. I know you hear that. You hear, I hear that a lot in listening to different entrepreneurs and successful entrepreneurs. I hear that. Con- I've heard that concept a lot lately. Like just double your rate of failure. Like be, be accustomed to failure and failure. You know, a successful entrepreneur doesn't look at it as failure. It's just like, right. Like Thomas says, and another way that didn't work. What did I learn from that? Where can I adjust, pivot? to get me closer to where I want to go. But yeah, I couldn't agree more. The slight edge, the concept to me, I think it's, it's really the key to sustained success, to long-term success over time. Because I think what we see this day and age, we're in an era of social media and Instagram and TikTok and microwave success and 15 minutes of fame and one hit wonders. And we see all these things where there's a TikTok star, a YouTube star, or a band that has a hit on the radio and all of a sudden they're everywhere. And we think that like, oh my gosh, like Sandy said, they, they're lucky break. There's really almost no such thing as a lucky break. You know who gets lucky breaks? People who win the lottery. You know what happens to people who win the lottery? They're more broke than when they first started because they don't, haven't developed themselves into the type of person or a mindset to to handle that wealth. So people who get lucky breaks don't have sustained success. They have very short term. Now, what the slight edge is, is that path or that key to sustained success. Because like Sandy said, what it is, is just those daily disciplines that's very easy to do and very easy not to do. And what we see with successful people in any arena is they just do those things daily. They master the mundane. They are willing to do what 99% of people aren't willing to do. And what that really is, is stay consistent. We go to the gym or we start our New Year's resolutions. And if we don't see results in the first two weeks or 30 days or 90 days, it didn't work for me or that new business or whatever it is. Oh, it didn't work for me. You didn't apply the slight edge. You, you probably didn't really apply a whole lot. You thought like, you know what, maybe if I just do this, I get the gym membership, I start the business, whatever, I'll get a lucky break and I'll be able to ride that off into the sunset. That is not success, right? It's what can I do every day that brings me closer to my goals or my dreams or that vision I have for my life. And you know, the crazy part about it is it does, you don't feel a lot of movement day in, day out. I think, you know, I'm guilty of this too. We go into the day, like I'm going to accomplish so much. So at the end of the day, I feel like so accomplished. I moved balls forward in all these arenas and like, whoa, I could look back and be like, dang, it was such a productive day. What you realize, you know, it's not easy. It's hard to get a lot done in a day where you see these leaps and bounds. You rarely see leaps and bounds accomplished in a day. It's just small steps forward, small steps forward. Sometimes on a day you take a step backwards, but in order to take two steps forward, moving forward. So it's just those, those daily disciplines, whether in health, in business, in your relationship, in anything. 
Um, I feel like we should break it down. Like, let's pick a topic. Yeah. That's what like, I was maybe it's health or maybe it's marriage or relationship. Like, let's mm-hmm. pick something and then break down, like, what would the slight edge look like for that? Right. Can you think of, like, where has the slight edge come into play in your life in any arena? <laughs> literally every area, but I feel like something that's really applicable. I don't want to like narrow in on marriage or something because maybe people aren't like in a relationship or that's not a desire of theirs, but I feel like health is a really good one. So Mm -hmm. why don't we narrow in on health and talk about like, um, you know, thinking of food as fuel and kind of those little decisions because like zooming out really quick, it's very easy to, um, just be like, Oh, well I had like pizza or fries and a soda for lunch. Like that's not going to kill me. Like that's not a big deal. And you're right. Like doing it once is not a big deal, but when it's happening very frequently or all the time, um, it's kind of like this, it compounds. Right. And the same way in the opposite, if you have one salad once, like you're not going to feel like a boost in energy and a boost in I mean, maybe you will, but you're not going to like suddenly have all your health in alignment and be thriving from that one thing. It's kind of like the compounding effect of those decisions adding up. So what comes up for you when you think about like health and how the, how the slight edge applies to that? Yeah. The slight edge is a perfect tool for health and in, in this, this, uh, in this topic and discussion, because that's what you realize. Like Sandy said, if I went and ate a cheeseburger with fries and soda and chips and whatever, and ketchup with high fructose corn syrup and all this stuff in it that I, I know wasn't good for my body, it would taste good. I'd feel like, eh, not great after, but guess what? Wouldn't kill me. My health wouldn't really change outside of the next 24, 48 hours while my body's working to like get rid of that stuff. And it's not to say you don't do that. Like every right. once in a while you do do that as a treat. For sure. For There's, sure. As and a treat. They, I really need to say this. There's a big difference between treat and cheat. All the time we have clients that we coach through our healthy living program and they're like, I cheated. I'm like, okay, you're removing cheat from your vocabulary. There's no such thing as cheating. You treated yourself. We got to change your vocab, right? Because cheat has such a negative connotation versus treat feels more like, you know what? I treated myself. It's kind of this more like positive way of looking at it. Mm -hmm. Sidebar. Right. Sidebar. I love that. And so, you know, eating the unhealthy thing will satisfy me because it'll taste so good and it'll hit those certain hormones or endorphins in my body. And it won't really kill me and I'll be totally fine from it. And therein lies like the issue because the slight edge can be good for you or bad for you. It can be an amazing thing for you or it goes both ways, right? It's disciplines, whether good or bad. So if I ate that unhealthy lunch or meal every single day, like Sandy said, that's going to compound. And over time and 10 years down the road, 20, 30, I'm 60 years old. All of those unhealthy things are going to add up and I'm going to be that six-year-old that like doesn't move around well and isn't that healthy and, you know, is at risk of this, this or that. Now on the flip side, if I do decide to make those healthy choices or I do decide to wake up and exercise in the morning four days a week or five days a week, whatever it is, it's not going to, in one day, it's not going to shift all that much. I'll, I'll probably feel good if I work out and I'll feel good about myself if I eat clean and eat healthy, but it's not like... I have game changing uh, feeling way different one day of doing that versus one day of doing bad stuff, but it, it compounds, right? What if I did that? What if that person 
you know, 10, 20, 30 years down the road, they're 60. What do they look like? And there's a quote on page 40 that I loved because it said, most people don't stick with the simple daily disciplines it takes to get to where they want to go because they don't know how to look ahead far enough along the curve to see the results they are creating. Mm -hmm. But see it or not, those results are coming as surely as a million dollars in the bank. So that, that is the issue, right? Where people don't have the foresight or the vision to see far enough to be like, oh, me doing this daily won't change the world today, but it will a year from now, a six months from now, two years from now, five years from now, 10 years from now, you know, later on in life, it, this is going to make a difference. What I decide to wake up and do every day will change the game for me. It's about that long-term vision, right? Mm -hmm. And it's thinking, working backwards from that. Like if you want to accomplish, like since we're talking about health, let's say you want to lose X amount of weight or you want to improve your health so that you have better sleep or so that you have better skin or so that you have better energy or so that whatever it might be, um, it's working backwards from, okay, if I want to have X, Y, Z by this time, three months from now, six months from now, what do I need to do monthly, weekly, daily per meal? Like literally breaking down, not just to what you eat, but how active you are, the amount of water you drink, your sleep cycles. Like what are the daily decisions that I need to be making to make sure that in three months from now, six months from now, X, Y, Z has been accomplished. Right. Yeah. It's, it's right. Breaking it down to the day. Okay. I need to drink more water. Maybe I'll have a hundred ounces or a gallon of water. I need to start my day with water. I'll start my day with, you know, Sandy and I do our greens shot. We get greens in and probiotics in the morning. Start my day with something healthy. Maybe my breakfast will, I'll get protein or whole foods or a protein shake in or something like that. I'll skip the chips or donuts or whatever, or the unhealthy stuff. Okay. Daily, like I'll go on the walk. I'll go to the gym or do the exercise, do the spin class, whatever it is. And those things will add up. And the more of those positive, good decisions you make, it's going to add up. But like Sandy said, or like we've been talking about, you need to have that long-term vision. I work out and I eat healthy to feel good today, to look good today. Now I know just today's work is really for down the road. It's for tomorrow. It's for next week, next month, next year. Where I, my, where I'm at today in my health and my physical body is from years prior, is from the past 30 days, 90 days, a year prior, two years prior, a lifetime prior. So where I'm going to be out in the future, a lot of why we commit to our health is for the long term. Like I want to be that parent who's vital and be able to play with their kids at any age or grandparent that can play with their kids or be active. Like that is a big part of our health and why we do what we do. It's not just about today. So the slight edge, I realize the slight edge is like, okay, I got to keep, stay committed to my exercise routine. I got to stay committed to my body and treating it right and fueling it. Like Sandy said, I still have treats. I'm going to go out for beers and get pizza and, and donuts sometimes too. And like, that's what life's about. It's a balance, right? But it's more often than not, am I taking those positive good steps towards what I want, that compelling vision of my future I want, that vital 60-year-old with a six-pack paddle boarding and surfing and whatever? Or if I make the wrong decisions, like, is that vision going to come to life? I, I don't know. 
And thinking about health, something that comes up for me, I will always remember this. It left like a scar on my heart. I was 16 years old and I went to 24 hour fitness to meet with one of the like nutritionists, like personal trainers. And they measured me like, and I was like 16 years old. I I don't know, maybe like 110 pounds or something. Um, I ran track and field, um, and he measured everything and he was like, have you ever heard of skinny fat? And I was like, no. And he's like, you're skinny fat. And I'm like, what is that? And he's like, well, from the outside, you look skinny, like you look, you know, fit, but these numbers are terrible. And then he went through like my, what was it? BMI or all these like indexes that Mm -hmm. I feel like don't totally matter or like really make sense. Um, and of course it was like for $500, you can get personal trained for two months or whatever it was. But that was like the first time I felt not the first time, but I remember that being a distinct moment of being like, wow, like I thought, you know, with running track and stuff and like our family's pretty healthy, like that I was in a good place, but I've just been told by a professional that I'm skinny fat. Telling a 16 year old that they're skinny fat is not a good idea. No, teenage girl, that's not a good idea. No. So it kind of like snowballed this whole thing for years. And I wouldn't say I've ever had like an eating disorder, but um, I definitely would manipulate like things the way that I ate or things that I thought were healthy. Like I shortly after that became a vegetarian for three years because I thought eating meat was, I was like, oh, maybe if I cut out meat, like that'll be better for me. But I didn't, wasn't educated on that. So then I just started eating more carbs, right? Um, Or different chapters in my life where I would just like have a lot of caffeine because if I had a lot of caffeine, I'd have energy um, and then I wouldn't be hungry, right? Um, And these different things, like I, I, maybe looked healthy, but like, I really didn't know a damn thing about health. Mm -hmm. Um, and so when I think about the slight edge with health, like what really changed for me, I mean, I've gone to so many holistic healers and like different, um, energy workers and, um, people that, you know, do those like allergy panels and all these different things to figure out why the hell do I have such digestive issues? Why? Like I've had periods of my life where I've been so constipated. Like I haven't gone to the bathroom in like 10 to 12 days. Like one time, um, it was after I got my tonsils taken out. I was on Norco's, which is like some really hardcore painkiller and it like totally backs you up. And so I didn't go to the bathroom for like almost two weeks. So my stomach was like huge and hard. Like I looked as pregnant as I do now. (laughs) I'm six months pregnant. Um, My stomach was just huge. And so we had to call the doctor and they scheduled like a colonoscopy or whatever. Wow. And so I was headed to go there and I was... I literally got scared shitless. I was so scared. I ended up like literally going on shitless? my own. Yeah. I wow. literally ended up going before the appointment and then like we canceled it because I was like, oh my God, I was so scared of thinking of like having to have that intrusive thing happen. But my point being in all this is like, I had such a journey to get where I am now with my health. And it really changed for me about three years ago when um, I went to an iridologist, which is, this is a whole nother podcast. I'm actually, I need to do an episode on this, mm. but um, essentially an iridologist or iridologist is someone that looks at your iris and your iris is the compass to all your organs. It literally tells you everything going on in your body. And she confirmed like, oh my gosh, like you have a lot of digestive stuff going on. You need to go more plant-based. Um, you have a parasite, you have this, you have that. And I was like, wow, like you've given me 
more answers than any doctor or anyone's ever been able to. So, um, this was, I'll never forget it. It was May 31st of 2018. And it started my journey of like searching for holistic health. And so this is when the slight edge for nutrition started for me. Like I was like, I am going to completely reset. I have tried diets before I have tried lemon cayenne juice things before. I have tried cutting out meat before. I have tried high caffeine before. I have tried counting calories before. I have tried all these stupid things and I've never been in alignment. I've never been regular. I've never had perfect sleep. I've never had perfect skin. Like I know there's got to be a way. And so this woman helped me And it's just like when you're in alignment, you start attracting all these things. Then Mm -hmm. I started meeting. That's when I met Kelly Juni. Like all these amazing people came into my life. And um, with the slight edge for me for my health, it came down to thinking of it as like, okay, when was the last time um, I did an oil change for my gut? Like, you know, you do an oil change for your car every like 10,000 miles. Okay, when was the last time I did one for my gut? And the answer was never Mm. because... I tried things, but I never followed through. I never did the slight edge with it. I never like really learned the key fundamentals to it. So that's like when it started. And what I did is I thought, okay, I'm going to eat basically like my ancestors ate, like essentially like paleo, right? Um, lots of plants. I'll still have meat and protein, but I want to make sure that they're sustainably raised, they're organic, they're pasture raised, like learning why these things were important, cutting out things that are inflammatory, addictive, acidic, allergenic, um, and really focusing on like repairing my gut. And honestly, when I did that program, it was June of 2018. My life has never been the same since then because now I've adopted this lifestyle. I don't eat gluten anymore. I don't eat dairy anymore. I'm very conscientious of ingredients in things and I know things that will trigger my body, but it was a journey to learn all of this. Like it took literally 29 years till I discovered this, but now this is the, this is just an example of the slight edge in my life. Like now, Wade and I follow this way of eating, I would say like 90-10. 90% of the time, we are like on point, super clean, doing our jam, all the things. We drink, you know, the cleanest water. If you haven't listened to our episode with Tam Fulton on the power of drinking clean water, that's a whole nother topic that plays a big health on your role or role on your health. But all these things compounded. And now here we are today, the healthiest we've ever been, the happiest we've ever been. I sleep better now than I ever have in my whole life. My I get so many compliments on my skin. I had no idea that my skin was a physical reflection of what was going on in my gut. For years when I had rashes or eczema or unidentifiable whatever blemishes all over my neck and arms and face, I didn't know that was because of the foods that I was eating and the ingredients that I was letting in my body. So you can see how this very simple thing of literally mastering one area of your life, like nutrition, can compound and literally turn into something so much bigger. I think that story, your story in your health journey, is a perfect microcosm and example of the slight edge in practice. Because what most people hear and see and want to do and are compelled to do, Sandy's a great storyteller. So when she tells this story, her story, what mo- where most people's mind go is, I need that iridologist number because there's someone out there who has the answer for me. And so that uh, professionals are helpful. Like this iridologist was helpful, but it more opened up Sandy's eyes and like gave her some answers, but just answers. There's no magic pill handed to you. It's not like, oh my gosh, if I go to the professional, 
the acupuncturist or the iridologist, like I'm going to get the answer and she's going to give me a magic pill and I'm going to start taking it and I'm going to be healthy. That's not it. They will help you uncover some answers, give you answers and solutions. But guess what? You're going to have to do the work. You're going to have to apply the slight edge. It's not just like, oh my gosh, there's something I can take and I'm, I'm magically healthy from this doctor. It's, whoa, okay, I got some answers. Sandy got answers to understand her body more. Then it was up to her. It was on her to apply the slight edge to do to, okay, maybe I have to supplement these things. Maybe I should be doing this. Okay, I have to stay away from gluten, dairy, certain things I'm allergic to. All right, what am I putting on my skin? Wow, I'm undermining what I'm, my health and what I'm eating because I'm putting toxins all over my body in you know the products I'm using. Whatever it was, she had to apply the slight edge. People hear that story, I see it so often, and they think going to the iridologist will solve their problems. Mm-mm. It's the, the discipline that comes after that. Exactly. The, that is the start. That is the catalyst, right? Where it's like the inspiration. But then you have to be like, Sandy... And take it and run with it and apply it. And no one is going to do it for you. No one's going to build the business for you. No one's going to get healthy for you. No one's going to give you the magic pill to success, happiness, anything in life. You have to apply the slight edge in any in any portion of your life. And guess what? It bleeds over into, into all parts of your life. When you start applying it in your health, you it naturally starts applying it in your marriage, in your relationships, in your business, in everything. Because how you do anything is how you do everything. That was a big part of Sandy and I actually starting getting healthy together. You know, is Sandy talking about this? We did this 30-day program. Sandy committed to it, had great results. I was sort of already already doing sim- something similar she asked me to do it with her. We agreed, okay, let's do it. She said, but if, if you do this, like we're going all in hundred percent. And I said, okay, well, how about if one person doesn't go all in like strict on it, if they quote unquote cheat or treat themselves, well, the other gets to shave an eyebrow off. So we had that accountability and it just came back to the, how you do anything is how you do everything. When you can commit to yourself, commit to your health, guess what? You're going to commit to your family, commit to your relationships, commit to your business. You're going to start taking those daily disciplines more seriously in every area of your life. And you're going to see your life change. Not tomorrow, not next week, but 90 days, six months, a year, five years from now, 10 years from now, you're going to see the fruits, the results of the slight edge. And you're going to have, I'm, I'm willing to bet you're going to have a beautiful life. Yeah. We kept our eyebrows intact. Yep, I was did. not going to risk that. But the cool thing is, um, you know, maybe the first week or so of trying something new like this, and even, maybe it's not in your health. Maybe you're going to use a slight edge on a different area of your life. But there, at first it's kind of like, wow, this is a lot of changes or things to manage or things to remember to do, or this is very different than I was living my life. Like before it was chaotic or like anything goes and now it's like more structured. So there is a little bit of an adjustment period, but once you get down a routine, it's like, how did I ever live before this? Like, why was I choosing um, craziness when I could choose structure and when I could choose, um, something that's easy to like plug and play and, um, Yeah. So I would just say like, it's never too late to start. Like if you're listening to this and you are that 60 year old that has been eating those cheeseburgers and fries and soda your whole life, like 
that's, it's not too late to change it. That's, mm. it's okay for that, that you've lived that way previously and you can still make changes today, starting now, um, and put the slight edge into effect to turn things around. So don't feel like, oh, I have to throw in the towel. Like there it goes. Like, no, you can, no matter what stage of life you're in, no matter what area you're wanting to focus on or level up in, you can apply the slight edge too. I love it. Oh, such an empowering. Sandy's so right. Like your life can change the day you decide, no matter how old you are, it's never too late. It's never too late to start the slight edge. It's just about starting and your life will look different. So question to you, the listener, where can you start applying the slight edge in your life? And my goal for you or focus for you is not to like have this huge thing every day, like commit to this thing that is you could do tomorrow, you could do the next day, but a week from now, you'll probably stop it. What, where can you apply the slight edge in your health, in your business, in your relationships, in whatever area it is, decide for the next seven days, let's say something you're going to do, something not big, maybe it's drink 10 glasses of water, Something you're that's kind of big. That's kind of big. Eight glasses, whatever it is. <laughs> Something that you know is achievable that seven days from now, you know you will still be able to do. Commit to something. And actually, let's make this fun. Post, if, if you got value out of this episode, will you reshare it on social media and tell us what you're committing to do for the next seven days? Because the slight edge, you, you'll see when you start to develop that, like, all right, I'm going to wake up earlier. I'm going to read 10 pages in the morning or I'm going to meditate in the morning or whatever it is. I'm going to to listen to a getting magnetic episode every day. Oh, or that. (laughs) So we'd love for you to tag us and share on social media and share with us what you're committing to doing because we're on this, we're in this with you. We're on this journey with you. And as always, if you got value out of today's episode, will you share it with a friend, tag us on social? Will you go rate and subscribe it on Apple podcasts? And we are so grateful for you. I think that's all we got today. That's all we got. I do want to say, if there's ever a topic you want us to talk about, we are an open book. Like you can email us, you can message us on social media. There's a form you can fill out on a web, on our website, sandyandwade.com. There's so many ways to get a hold of us, and we read all of our messages and we respond to all of them. Mm-hmm. So um, we will absolutely hear what what you are saying, and um, we want to make sure this is continuing to serve you and add value. So if there's something you want us to focus on send it on over. Only those that can see the invisible can do the impossible. So remember, you are magnetic.